What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Now. This is your host, Sawyer, and I come to you today to talk about one of the key parts of the Yankees' title streak in the 1990s, a player who went to become a renowned manager. His name, if you haven't guessed it already, is Joe Girardi. And you might say, Sawyer, I thought you were only going to do episodes about the most important players of all time. True, Girardi was a journeyman player that played for almost 15 seasons. He was not the best player, but he had a real all-star presence a natural leader on the field, and in the dugout. And this doesn't begin to scratch the surface, so stick with me. I will make the case for Girardi right after this break. Joe Girardi was born on October 14, 1964, a Mr. October from the beginning, right in the middle of the postseason where his teams usually ended up. He was the youngest of four boys. His father was an Air Force veteran and taught his kids like they were in the Army. In my opinion, this helped grow Joe's character and gave him a very military personality that fans grew to appreciate. I mean, that he was very patient and disciplined, as a player and manager. But back on topic, Joe grew up in Peoria, uh, Illinois. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. He attended East Peoria's Neil Armstrong Middle School, and from an early age, he played a lot of basketball with his dad. And then, for high school, he attended the Academy of Our Lovely Spouting Lady, Institute. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong also. They really like long-name schools in Peoria, apparently. And at the end, he played quarterback for the football team and catcher for the baseball team. After high school, he attended Northwestern University in Evanstown, Illinois, where he attended from 1983 to 1986. At the university, he played for the baseball team, the Wildcats. On the Wildcats, he was named a big, a two-time Big Ten selection, and a three-time All-Academic American. In his second year at the university, he joined the Collegiate Summer Baseball Program, where he played during the, ba- the summer and in the last year of the university, he earned a bachelor's degree in science. And after college, he quit hitting the books in favor of hitting fastballs. The Cubs drafted Girardi in the fifth round of the 1986 draft. After four years in the minor league system, he made his major league debut on April 4, 1990. That season, he put together a 248 average with one home run in 56 games. His second season was not great at all, as he hit 191 and only played in 20 games. And during the expansion draft, the Cubs did not cover him, and he was selected by the Rockies. The move worked out well. He exploded onto the scene when he hit 290 in 86 games. He also kicked on the burners as he hit six triples, and in 94, he hit 276, and he was building himself into a power-speed combo. And then in 1995, he played 132 games and hit 262 with a career-high eight home runs. Nothing massive, but his pop was starting to develop. And... Since he was part of the run, something big is about to happen. At the end of the 95 season, he was traded to the Yankees for Mike DeJohnin. Sorry, again, bad pronunciation. And his year started strong as he caught the no-hitter by Dwight Gooden. He finished the year with a 294 average in 134 games. And he helped a young Yankees team as a veteran to come back and beat the Braves in the 1996 World Series. This was a big moment for him as he's had to step up and take the spotlight, and he truly was the heart and soul of the team. And to show you, after a disappointing season for Girardi, the Yankees did not win another championship in 1997, and in 1998, he won it, so clearly there is some sort of charm and charisma 
and chemistry sitting around him. And in 1999, the Yankees decided to call up Jorge Posada, and Girardi became his mentor, and they split time that year. That year, he also caught David Cohn's perfect game, and he was starting to become a renowned Yankee defender in the MLB. And after the 1999 season, the same team that had given up on him earlier decided to sign him, the Cubs. And he showed that what he was about as he made the All-Star team in his first year with the Cubs. And the next two years, he put together decent performances. And in 2002, his last season with the Cubs, he put together a pretty disfactory season. And he was traded to the Cards. And then in 03, he only played 16 games and had very, very little impact. And that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you enjoy. Wait, there's more? Don't worry, we haven't even gone into the main part he was known for. Two years after his retirement, the Marlins hired him to be their manager. His first policy as manager was for no facial hair on the team. This was a way of channeling George Steinbrenner. The Bronx Pinstripe Show did a great podcast on hair issues on the Yankees a couple weeks ago, which I highly recommend. But back on topic, Joe was a very good manager and won manager of the year due to a moneyball approach. He employed with tiny payroll. But he parted ways with the Marlins in 2006 and then was rumored to join the Yankees. But after Joe Torre's historic run as the Yankees manager, the Yankees decided to have him as their manager for a little bit more. And Girardi, after missing out on his job, decided to grow his reputation. And then, after two years, he joined the Yanks in 2008 and took the rule of Joe Torre. And Girardi immediately made some policies. No sweets and no beards. A very military policy. And on the Yanks, he chose the number 27 to tell the Yankees that he was going to get them their 27th World Series win. And in the second year, he did it. He led the Yankees to a win. And this was amazing. I know all the Yankees fans at that time were super hype. It was such a big moment. And I wasn't really there for it. I was one. And Girardi just got so much, so much hype from it. And just amazing. So, go him. And after the World Series, he switched his number to 28, meaning to get the Yankees their 28th title. He had a mentality like that. He was devoted. His heart and soul was all to the team. And in 2011, he showed that after many of the Yankees had been injured that year, he carried the Yankees into the playoffs. And the next year, in 2012, Girardi won his 500th game, a true showing of strength as a manager. The 2013 season was a flop. As Girardi's Yankees went 85 and 77 and missed the playoffs for the first time as he was manager of the Yankees. And the next year, the Yankees missed the playoffs again as they finished second. In 2015, they barely squeaked into the wild card game. But still, the dynasty was falling. But they lost. And in 2016, they lost again. They lost A Rod and Rivera and didn't even make the playoffs. Pretty sad. And had very, very little success that year in total. But in 2017, the Yankees made it all the way to the ALCS due to rookies Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez. But unfortunately, a couple of bad calls in the playoffs got Girardi fired. And after nine years with the team in 2018, he became a baseball analyst for Yes Network. And he covered some games. And in 2019, he got the job to be the manager of the Phillies, which I think was a very good signing by the Phillies. And I'm just happy for them because I'm from Philadelphia, even though I'm a Yankees fan. And that's about it. Thank you for everybody for listening all the way through. I cannot wait for the next episode, and I cannot wait for baseball to come back. 
Hope you guys enjoyed it. Joe Girardi's a crazy person. Peace out.